Hello, introverted entrepreneurs and leaders. I am Patience Sukumbono, and I'm here to guide you on a transformational journey. If you have ever felt the fear of stepping into your leadership potential, battling self-doubt or struggling with overthinking, and the fear of being in the limelight, you are definitely in the right place. Together, we'll explore your unique strengths, help you create a presence in the marketplace and build profitable, impactful businesses. We'll navigate the pathway to leadership, wealth, freedom and confidence. Join me as we embrace the power of introversion, develop unwavering confidence and transform your quiet strength into powerful impact. It's time for introverted women to rise and it starts right here. Let's dive in. Welcome. I am so excited to be bringing you the very first episode of Quietly Confident Introvert Podcast. They say the journey of a thousand steps starts with the very first step. So this being the very first episode, I hope that over time you'll be able to celebrate the 1000th episode with me. What you'll find with this show as we go along is inspiration, tips, life lessons that will help you create your own success stories. I want you to check on the show notes for resources and offers and events just for you. As introverted women in business and leadership, many of us face unique challenges in our personal and professional lives. We often have to navigate a world that seems to favor the extroverted, but I believe it's our authenticity and vulnerability that can be our greatest strengths. So in today's very first episode, that is exactly what I want to explore. We're going to dive deep into what it means to be authentic and vulnerable as introverted women leaders. We'll explore these qualities and we will see how they are crucial and how to embrace them, not as weaknesses, but as powerful tools for success. So let's start first of all by really looking at what is authenticity. Authenticity and vulnerability are powerful traits that can empower introverted women leaders in both their personal and professional lives. Authenticity is about being true to your personality, values, and belief, regardless of the pressure that you're under to act otherwise. You're honest with yourself and with others, and you take responsibility for your mistakes, your values, ideals, and actions align even when it gets really challenging. And it is not pretending to be someone you're not, really. For introverted women, either in entrepreneurship or in leadership, this means leading in our own unique way and exhibiting our own unique qualities and perspectives rather than trying to fit with the traditional world. Vulnerability, on the other hand, is about allowing yourself to be open, honest, and transparent. It's being willing to share your thoughts, feelings, 
and fears, even when it feels uncomfortable, unpopular, and you know, and it kind of makes you look different from everybody else. Vulnerability is very powerful and it can be a tool for building trust and connections, which are essential in business and in leadership. I want to tell a little bit of a story, and I guess most of us that watch TV in many countries, and some people don't watch TV. If you don't, you probably have not heard of this uh, program known as The Masked Singer. It's a very popular show where celebrities would wear a mask or wear co complete costumes so that it helps them play a character. And in so doing, they are hiding behind this character to showcase their talent, just pure talent. So they're judged based on this pure talent or pure voice. For some people, it was some episodes, they worked on doing the masked, uh, the masked dancer. So some celebrities that have never danced before use this opportunity to test out their skills there. And basically with this, uh, with this program, all you get is the audience will be voting purely on how much they enjoyed what is happening. And uh, basically this provided some kind of security to a lot of the celebrities. And in the end, many of them said that it was liberating. It allowed them to kind of be themselves underneath it all without all the expectations that comes from being a celebrity. Now, while that is interesting, I have to say that while it was useful for them, most of us walking around with a mask, hiding our true identity can really create challenges for us especially in an extroverted world where you don't want to come across as antisocial, as somebody who is boring. So you go around really trying to be more extroverted. Some people talk about the fact that maybe they, they're thinking of being cured one day of introversion. But let's make it clear that introversion is not a disease that needs the cure. And introversion is actually a personality trait that really the world needs and the world can benefit from what introverts have to bring. I didn't really feel that way in my early 20s. I felt hidden and that's because I truly was. In my early 20s, I felt like I was walking around with a mask on. And I was afraid of revealing my true emotions and giving my opinion whenever things were said. And basically, I desperately believed that if I wanted to be liked and accepted, I just had to conform to certain ideals and the way people did things. However, what this did, unlike with the celebrities who felt relief, I always had a migraine. It's so hard trying to be somebody else. It's so hard putting on a front. It's so hard wearing a mask. It's so hard because when you look in the mirror, most days you're actually confused. Who is this person staring back at me? Because the things you are trying to accomplish, you are accomplishing them not as your true self. So that was me in my early 20s. 
And I wasn't really ready to embrace the discomfort that came with being vulnerable. It took very many years of being unhappy um, and really not, not being able to express my true identity. And for many of us as well, it's about hiding our potential because we don't want to be judged or we don't want to attempt to build our strengths in the open public where everybody would criticize and judge, but that's the only way we can grow. And so for many years, I subdued my potential. I was afraid of making mistakes and the mask just stayed on. And the difficult part of it was a lot of people obviously would have this sense that something is wrong and putting on a front and I couldn't connect because I, I cannot connect on a level that is not genuine, that is not deep, and that is not meaningful, right? Because I'm wearing a mask. It took a few years, like I said, and I then realized that if this mask stayed on, I would never show up on earth. And I remember saying to a coach, I said, I want to know who patience is. And I'm sure a lot of you listening to me right now can relate to that. Just like me, many introverted women may feel that they struggle to embrace authenticity and vulnerability due to societal expectations and fear of judgment. Taking off the mask really is a process and it starts with self-acceptance. One of the things that this coach helped me to realize many, many years ago, at least 15 years ago, and I'm thankful that she came into my life, was the fact that unless I accepted myself, I will continue to uh, repel people from accepting me as well. Because if I didn't love myself on a deep level, I would not be able to appreciate and absorb the love of others. It is important to have that deep self-love. Recognizing that you have unique strengths, just in the same way that extroverts have their own strengths, and you have your own strengths that are different from what an ex extrovert would exhibit. And it is important not only to recognize this, but to celebrate the strengths that you have. So if you're not self-accepting, if you're not... Uh, this uh, accepting your strengths, how can you celebrate them? But you also need to be able to work on overcoming the fear of being judged. That definitely requires a lot of vulnerability. But remember that in most cases, actually, vulnerability is a strength, not a weakness. You have to see that when you allow yourself to be vulnerable, you're showing your humanity. There is a quote that says that when we pursue our dreams and allow others to see it, it's like we're giving permission to other people themselves too to pursue their dreams, despite their weaknesses, despite what they're going through. And it's so important for Anyone who is striving to be a leader to recognize this, that when you give yourself permission to be vulnerable, when you allow yourself to share what you feel and how you're feeling, 
or even when you are struggling, being honest about those struggles, people can relate to you on a human to human level. So what is important is to start with small steps. If you're a leader, if you're in business and you're online or anywhere, how can you start with the little steps of sharing your thoughts and your opinions and your experiences and gradually build that comfort level with being more and more vulnerable? Also, make sure that you're surrounding yourself with a supportive network of people and mentors who can also make a significant difference in your life, helping you to be more and more yourself. Over the years, I have worked on peeling back the layers to reveal the true me, so much so that this year I took a leadership test. And this leadership test was by the Institute of Leadership and Management, which I became a part of earlier uh, last year as a result of becoming a mentor. And, you know, as a mentor, I am meant to help people to see uh, the, the way forward using my experiences. But if I don't accept them as strengths, if I don't accept them as information and things that I could share, whether I'm introverted or not, how then am I going to be an effective mentor? So basically by doing this test, it revealed surprisingly that my strongest leadership strength is authenticity. I was shocked. To say I was shocked really is an understatement. But at the same time, I was so thrilled. Why? Because for somebody who had spent a lot of years hiding my identity, this was good news. It means that it's a big step for me to have taken towards at least one of the top of my three core values, which is freedom. Because when you're wearing a mask, you're not really free, right? <laughs> you're not free. So by me taking off the mask, I am expressing freedom, freedom to be myself, freedom to express my opinions, and people can see the real me and make a judgment. Basically, I now can say what you see is what you get. I'm not trying to be anybody else. I'm just being myself. So what has this got to do with you? I would love to share with you the things that I discovered on reflection on how I achieved this removal of the mask, this authenticity, and allowing myself to constantly be vulnerable. So I want to share five things with you. The first being that you need to take small steps. Start by sharing, like I said in the, in the beginning, at some point I talked about starting with small steps, sharing your thoughts, your experiences, either with people that are close to you, with colleagues, with friends, be real, be raw, <laughs> keep it real, like I would say. And by so doing, when you are getting accepted, you build your confidence. You peel back the layers gradually. For yourself, you'll be revealing the true you and feeling more and more at home, more and more at ease as who you are. Second is to lean into your values. What are your values? When I learned what my core values were and narrowed them down to three for my business, three for personal, 
and understood how they shaped the way that I think and the way that I live my life, I started leaning more into them because when you take the time to understand your values and what being authentic means to you, uh, you will begin to attract those who align to those values as well. And that is a great benefit of being authentic and being vulnerable. Then have authenticity, number three, in your communication. Use your unique communication style to express your thoughts and feelings honestly. So as somebody who I also consider myself to be a highly sensitive person, sometimes I shrink back from using the word love. And I, I really love, deeply love people. And I found that I needed to express that love in a way that resonates. For example, I would say I love hugs more than handshakes. And some people, obviously, they like their personal space, so you have to be wise. But that's a means of communicating to someone in my own way how I am accepting of you. So practice the art of authentic communication. If it is in the written form or a spoken form, especially for people like me who stand on stage. I find that when I watch my videos back, I laugh at some of my own jokes. <laughs> and that, you can tell that I'm doing that right now, is all part of the process of me being authentic. That's the real me. I love to crack up. I love to laugh. Then number four is to seek support. Connect with a mentor or coach that can help you peel back the layers, that can help you stay accountable on the actions you need to take to discover more of yourself. Go on that self-discovery journey with the help of someone who will help you ask those deep questions about yourself and who will help you come to a place of self-acceptance and provide guidance on that as well. The last and number five, which is not the least because it's very important is to embrace imperfection a lot of times on social media there are so many perfect nicely put together people and if you don't feel that you're that kind of person it'd be hard for you to feel that you could show your true self and your true identity but it's important to remember that perfectionism in reality doesn't always exist allowing yourself to be vulnerable and imperfect living an imperfectly perfect life. Perfect for you because you have defined what it means for you to be your true self and how it feels like to live in freedom, what success feels like to you. And by doing that, when you embrace imperfection, the people around you don't feel that they also have to be perfect either. It's a win-win. I also want to leave you with a few words because... There is a program that I watch, or a film, I would say, called Wreck-It Ralph. Wreck-It Ralph is about a guy who went about wrecking things. And he struggled with accepting himself because a lot of times people avoided him because he wrecked things. <laughs> In the end, that wrecking ability was what saved the day in the end of the film. And he realized that he didn't need to fit in. Because with his wrecking ability, he was able to make a difference and stand out. So he, he then said, I am bad. 
and that's good. There's no one I'd rather be than me. So I hope that you found this inspiring, and I hope that this encourages you to think about areas of your life where you could be more authentic, allowing yourself to be vulnerable, embracing imperfection, because as someone who is seeking to make an impact and a difference in the world, you owe it to yourself. You deserve to be your true self so that the world will know how genuine you are and will be able to see the strengths that you have show forth in everything that you do. That's a wrap for this episode. Next episode, we'll be discussing permission to position yourself for success. I would like to help you recognize how you hold yourself back and what to do about it. Until then, I want you to remember to embrace your authenticity and vulnerability. It's your strength. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Quietly Confident Introverts. If you found today's discussion valuable, please subscribe, rate, review, and share the podcast with others. Your feedback fuels our mission to empower introverted women leaders. Remember, you can also connect with me, Patience Kumbono, at The Visionary Introverted Woman, where we are dedicated to helping you discover your inner strength and lead with purpose. Stay true to your vision. Embrace your introverted superpowers and let's make a lasting impact together. Until next time, stay confidently introverted.